Section 17 of A Year with the Saints, translated by member of the Order of Mercy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. September. Prayer. A portet temper oras et non deficere. We must always pray and not faint. Luke 18, 1. 1. There is certainly nothing more useful than prayer. Therefore, we ought to entertain great esteem and love for it, and employ every effort to make it well. St. Vincent de Paul All the saints have shown great love for this exercise. St. Cajetan used to spend in it eight hours in succession. St. Margaret, Queen of Scotland, and St. Stephen, King of Hungary, almost all night. St. Francis of Rome, all the time that was left from her ordinary occupations. St. Rose of Lima, twelve hours a day. At a very early age, St. Aloysius Gonzaga adopted the practice, which he never gave up, of occupying in it one, two, or three hours a day. When he was at court, he hid himself in the woods, that he might not be interrupted, while praying, by his companions. St. Mary Magdalene de Pazzi, while still in the world, and only nine years old, dedicated to this divine exercise one hour, then from two to four hours daily, and finally whole nights, and after she entered religion, she spent in it all the time which the novices had left at their disposal. St. John Birchman's, from the age of eleven, gave to it all the time that remained from his studies. Any corner of the house served him for an oratory, and he was often found by his family at midnight, praying, with bare knees upon the ground. St. Philip Neri, from his childhood, gave himself to prayer so earnestly, advanced in it so far, and acquired such a habit of it, that wherever he might be, his soul was always elevated to divine things. And so, when his room was full of people, and various affairs were under discussion, he could not sometimes refrain from raising his eyes or hands to heaven, or uttering some aspiration, though he watched over himself carefully, that he might do nothing of the sort in the presence of others. When he went out of the house, he was so abstracted that someone had to warn him when the salutation was to be returned, and sometimes, when his attention had been secured with great difficulty and by pulling his robe, he would make a gesture like a person who had just been roused from heavy sleep. 2. Prayer well made gives much pleasure to the angels, and therefore it is much assisted by them. It gives great displeasure to the devils, and therefore is much persecuted and disturbed by them. St. John Chrysostom The same saint says that the angels have a high esteem for him, who renders himself intimate with God by prayer, that while he is making it, they stand beside him in perfect silence, and when he has finished, they praise and applaud him. St. Macarius, being present one night at the prayers of the community, saw the place filled with black children, who went among the monks and mocked them. They pressed two fingers on the eyes of some, and these immediately fell asleep. They laid a finger on the mouths of others, and these yawned. To some they appeared in the form of women, to others in that of laborers at work, to these of merchants selling goods, to those they seemed as if at play and they produced in the minds of all a vivid picture corresponding to the outward appearance they assumed, but scarcely had they approached some when they fell to the ground, as if violently repelled. When the saint afterwards asked his companions what had happened to them at that time, he found they all had suffered the same temptations which he had seen. 3. Souls that have no habit of prayer are like a lame and paralytic body, which, though it has hands and feet, cannot use them. Therefore, to abandon prayer seems to me the same thing as to lose the straight road. For as prayer is the gate through which all the graces of God come to us, 
when this is closed i do not know how we can have any saint teresa saint teresa proved this by her own experience for having abandoned prayer for some time she began to fall into certain faults and defects from which though they were slight she could not free herself rather she went daily from bad to worse she was herself obliged to say that she was on the road to perdition to which the lord told her she would have come if she had not resumed prayer for the soul that perseveres in the exercise of prayer however many sins temptations and falls of a thousand kinds the devil may oppose to it may hold it for certain after all that the lord will sooner or later rescue it from danger and guide it into the harbour of salvation saint teresa saint mary of egypt confessed to the abbot zosimus that for seventeen years after her conversion she suffered constant and frightful temptation yet because she gave herself to prayer she never fell the same thing happened to saint augustine to saint margaret of cortona and many others five a man of prayer is capable of everything therefore it is of great importance that missionaries should give themselves to this exercise with particular earnestness and as without it they will gain little or no fruit so with its help they will become much more able to move hearts and convert souls to their creator than by learning an oratorical skill st vincent de paul st francis borgia was a man of much prayer in which he would remain as if in ecstasy sometimes for six hours in succession which appeared to him but a moment and the mere sight of him in the pulpit aroused the people to compunction st thomas st bonaventure and the blessed albertus magnus confessed that they gained their learning more by prayer than by study we read of st thomas in particular that not being able to understand a text of scripture he had recourse to prayer and while he was praying with great fervor there appeared to him the holy apostles peter and paul and explained the difficulty in a voice so clear and distinct that it was heard by his companion brother reginald six when we have to speak to others on spiritual matters we ought first to speak of them to god in prayer and empty ourselves of our own spirit that we may be filled with the holy spirit which alone illuminates the mind and inflames the will superiors especially should do this and endeavor to have continual communication with god having recourse to him not only in doubtful and difficult cases but in everything that occurs to learn immediately from him what they are to teach others in imitation of moses who announced to the people only what the lord had previously taught him hoc dies dominus thus saith the lord st vincent de paul when this saint was about to deliberate on some business or take some resolution or give some advice he was accustomed before speaking and even before thinking of the matter to raise his mind to god to ask light and help on such occasions he usually raised his eyes to heaven then dropped them and kept them partly closed as if consulting with god in his own heart before replying when matters of importance were under consideration he desired that time should be taken to recommend them to god and as he trusted wholly to the divine wisdom and not at all to his own he received from heaven great lights and graces by means of which he often discovered things which could not have been penetrated by the human intellect alone in grave matters st ignatius never resolved upon anything without first recommending them to god in prayer when the abbot pambo was asked for advice he used to reply give me time to think then he made it a subject of prayer and if he received any light from god he communicated it otherwise he did not answer at all seven mental prayer consists in weighing and understanding what we are saying 
who it is to whom we are speaking, and who we are to have the courage to speak to so great a Lord. To have these and similar thoughts is properly to make mental prayer. Their opinion, however, is not to be followed, who believes that its whole essence consists in thinking, so that if they can keep their thoughts fixed by a great effort, then they consider themselves very spiritual and men of prayer. But if they are able to do this no longer, and their attention wanders a little, even to good things, they imagine they are doing nothing. No, the substance of mental prayer, in my opinion, consists in nothing but conversing with God, as with a friend. And so, to speak of this thing, or of that to him, who, we know, loves us, is mental prayer. St. Teresa When St. Ignatius was once traveling with his companions, each with a bundle on his shoulders, a worthy man, moved with compassion, offered to carry all their burdens, and did so. When they came to inns on their way, the fathers tried to find some nooks, each for himself, to make their prayer, and the good man, seeing this, found a corner of his home, where he remained kneeling like them. When someone asked him what he was doing there, I am doing nothing, he replied, but saying, These are saints, and I am their ass. Whatever they are doing, I would do, and I stay there offering this to the Lord. It is said that in this manner he succeeded in becoming very spiritual and attaining the gift of a very lofty contemplation. The Venerable Monsignor de Palafox, having frequently considered in prayer who he was that was speaking and to whom he was speaking, that it was the most unworthy of men to the divine goodness, a wretched worm to God, was so filled with humiliation that he wept. It grieved him that he had the temerity to speak. What, he exclaimed, a little dust of the earth, the worst, the most miserable, the most abandoned man in the world, speak to the eternal, the infinite, the boundless. Then he was afraid and said, O Lord, am I to speak to thee? Am I to have the boldness to love thee? A God infinite, a God all-powerful, creator of all that is created, and I nothing, and less than nothing, and, what grieves me most, wicked and more wicked. What is this? How can this be born? But again he would say, O Lord, is it not just to love, and ought I not to love thee? O Lord, the worms adore thee, and I am a worm, then I can adore thee. O Lord, thou earnest to seek sinners, I am the greatest of sinners. O Lord, if thou didst abase thyself that we might adore thee, might speak to thee, might pray to thee, why should I not adore thee, speak to thee, pray to thee? 8. If, while one is praying, he regards and considers the fact that he is conversing with God with more attention than the words that he utters, he is making vocal and mental prayer at once, which may be of much advantage to him. But if he does not consider with whom he is speaking, nor what he is saying, it may be thought certain that, however much he may move his lips, he prays very little. St. Teresa A certain bishop once saw an angel come down from heaven and collect the tears of a woman who was praying in a corner of the church. Astonished at this, he asked her, as they went out, what she had been doing at that time. She replied that she was reciting the Pater Noster Ave Maria in Credo. 9. After our affections have been moved in prayer, we need not multiply considerations, but stop a little, and dwell upon those already made. Then, from time to time, say to our Lord some word of compunction, love, or resignation, according as we feel ourselves inclined. This is the best kind of prayer. St. Jane Francis de Chantal St. Cyril of Alexandria made this clear and plain by a comparison. Meditation, said the saint, is like striking the flint with a steel to draw out a spark. 
but when the spark has come and lighted the tinder, we lay aside the steel. So, by considerations and the use of the intellect, we strike the hard rock of our heart, until we kindle in it the love of God, and the desire of humility, mortification, or some other virtue, and when this has come, we rest upon it and seek to establish ourselves in it firmly. This is certainly a better and more useful prayer than if we should make very lofty and far-fetched considerations and arguments. It was in this way that the saint and all others who have profited by prayer conducted it. This truth was well understood by a good servant of God, who in his prayer, which was generally upon our Lord's passion, did not go very fully into speculations and reasonings, but after representing to his mind the mystery upon which he was to meditate, as soon as he felt any affection, such as love or gratitude towards God, or sorrow for having offended him, with the intention to offend him no more, or perhaps a desire to imitate Christ in humility, or suffering, or any similar affection, he rested upon it, and endeavored to warm and cherish it in his heart. When he perceived that it was growing cold, he tried to enkindle it again, with the whole or a part of the consideration which had lighted it up at first, saying, What a great suffering was this! Who endured it? The Son of God! The Son of God! And for whom did he endure it? For me! And the Son of God endured to suffer so much for me! And I cannot endure to suffer a word, a little slight, for love of him! How much has Jesus Christ done for me? And I never cease offending him! Where are my ordinary human feelings? Ah, how sorry I am that I have grieved my God in this way! Surely I will offend him no more! Behold, how much my good God has loved me, and I do not love him who loved me so much! Ah, yes, I mean to love this God who loves me so much! So he continued dwelling on these affections, and bringing them up afresh, and in this way became a man of great perfection. 10. Souls but little confirmed in piety advance well and happily when the Lord gives them consolations in prayer, but if he afterwards deprives them of these, they immediately become languid and discontented, like children who thank their mother when she gives them sweet things, and cry when she takes them away, because they are children and do not know that a long course of such things is hurtful to them and causes worms. Sensible consolations of the soul often produce the worm of self-satisfaction and that of pride, which is the poison of the soul, and corrupts every good work. This is the reason why the Lord, who gives them to us at first to encourage us, afterwards takes them away, that they might not hurt us, and therefore merits no less thanks in taking them away than in giving them. St. Francis de Sales A great servant of God said of himself, For forty years I have exercised myself in prayer, without any interior consolation, but with much advantage. My only comfort is that I have served God at my own expense. St. John Birchman's often experienced great consolation in prayer, but from time to time also great aridity. In such cases he never lost his courage or cheerfulness. 11. When the soul finds herself oppressed by aridity and sterility, she ought to make the prayer of reverence, confidence, and conformity to the divine will, standing in the presence of God like a poor man before his prince, making use of such words as express a loving submission to the divine pleasure. St. Jane Francis de Chantel I should never wish, said St. Teresa, for any other prayer than that which would cause me to grow in virtue, so I should consider that a good prayer, which was attended by many aridities, temptations, and desolations, that left me more humble. Can he be said not to pray, 
who is in the midst of such trials on the contrary if he offers them to god and bears them with conformity to his holy will as he ought this is prayer and very often much better than his who wearies his brain with various reflections and persuades himself that he has made a good prayer if he has squeezed out four tears st philip neri considered it an excellent remedy in such case to imagine ourselves beggars as it were in the presence of god and the saints and as such to go now to one now to another to ask spiritual alms with that feeling and earnestness which the destitute usually exhibit he advised too that this should be done even corporally at times by visiting the churches of different saints to ask some favour from each twelve whoever wishes to profit by prayers should not take account of spiritual consolations i know by experience that the soul which has started on this road with a full determination not to consider whether the lord gives or denies him consolations and tenderness and really acts on this determination has already made a great part of the journey st teresa st john birchman's when asked what remedies he made use of against aridity replied i pray i take care to be occupied and i have patience st francis de sales was never angry with himself on account of the desolations aridities or interior abandonment which he endured he told st jane francis de chantal that when he was at prayer he was not in the habit of reflecting as to whether he was in consolation or desolation but if the lord gave him any good sentiments he received them with profound reverence and simplicity and if he gave none he did not reflect upon it but remained still before god with great confidence like a loving little child thirteen there is another thing which greatly afflicts those who give themselves to prayer it is the distractions which often come and carry their thoughts and their hearts too hither and thither they come at times from the immortification of the senses at through the soul being distracted in itself and often because the lord wills it to try his servants now in such cases we must recall our thoughts from time to time by reviving our faith in the presence of god and by remaining before him with reverence and respect if we do not succeed in fixing them on the prescribed point we must bear these annoyances and vexations with humility and patience it will not be lost time as at first sight it may appear but such a prayer will sometimes be more fruitful than many others made with recollection and pleasure for all the actions performed to banish or to endure these distractions as they are done in order not to displease god and to become better qualified for his service are so many acts of the love of god st teresa st jane francis de chantal gave this advice to her daughters which she surely also practised herself when one is disturbed by distractions in the time of prayer it is well to make the prayer of patience and to say if possible humbly and lovingly o lord thou art the sole support of my soul and all my consolation st john chrysostom advised one who was easily carried away by distractions to arouse himself by this comparison what i stand talking with a friend about news trifles reports and i am all attention now that i am conversing with god about the pardon of my sins and the way for me to be saved i am all torpor though my knees are bent my mind goes wandering through the house and through the streets where is my faith where are my reason st aloysius gonzaga possessed the gift of prayer that was no less worthy of wonder than of envy we read of him that he reached such a point that he scarcely ever suffered from distractions once when he was giving an account of his interior the spiritual father asked him whether he suffered many distractions in prayer he paused to think a moment then answered that if he should put together all he had had for six months he did not believe they would occupy as much time as one ave maria 
a great gift in truth but the efforts he made to induce the lord to grant it were not slight by practising continual mortification of all his senses by never occupying his mind with any thoughts but such as might perfect him in piety and learning by throwing himself at the time for prayer holy with all his fervour into it thus he has so closed the way to distractions that they did not dare so to speak to approach him fourteen the whole aim of whoever intends to give himself to prayer ought to be labour to resolve to dispose himself with all possible diligence to conform his will to that of god for in this consists all the perfection that can be acquired in the spiritual way saint teresa it was the principal object of all the prayers of this saint to conform herself in everything to the divine will this also was the end that saint bernard fixed for himself at the beginning of his prayer when he encouraged himself to make it as we read in his life by the hope of knowing and doing the will of god the same thing is related of saint vincent de paul and of many other servants of god fifteen prayer ought to be humble fervent resigned persevering and accompanied with great reverence one should consider that he stands in the presence of a god and speaks with the lord before him the angels tremble from awe and fear st mary magdalene de Pazzi. st francis de sales even when he was alone remained before god through the whole time of prayer humble abased composed motionless and with singular reverence like a loving son st john birchman's remained always on his knees with his eyes closed his hands clasped to his bosom without support motionless as a rock with a countenance full of joy and such ardour that others placed themselves near him that they might gain fervour by looking at him st rosa lima kept herself recollected and so great was her attention and devotion that any object that presented itself before her distracted her no more than if she were insensible when she went to church she placed herself in a corner with her eyes fixed upon the tabernacle she would remain thus for many hours immovable while the sight of persons passing near her and the general buzz and murmur of the crowd did not disturb her at all at the close of their prayers many saints showed exterior marks of their fervour st gervasius the bishop was often seen with rays around his head the face of the venerable father john leonardi was so changed and glowing that he seemed transformed into a seraph and the abbot sylvanus was transported to such a degree that all the things of the earth seemed to him vile and abject and he covered his eyes with his hands that he might not see them saying close my eyes and seek not to look at the things of the world for there is nothing in it worthy to be gazed upon st bernard one morning saw an angel going through the choir with a censer full of perfumes sensing the monks as they were at prayer the sensing produced in the hearts of the fervent a very sweet fragrance but in those of the negligent and sleepy a foul and sickening odour in a section seventeen.